0: A lot to talk about for the Hoosiers today on all fronts, ranging from preseason awards for Trace Jackson-Davis and the basketball team, injury update on Jack Peddle and our Monday press conference recap for the football team and some exciting soccer news for the men's soccer team as they look to capture yet another Big Ten title. Plenty to discuss on today's episode. You are locked on Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday, October 26th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletic News. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. Coming to you with a much more exciting show, much more happier show than Monday's episode. On Monday, we dove into the football team. Uh, what went wrong on Saturday? Where they go from here? Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit of football today. But as I said, there is so much to cover that uh, we will go across multiple sports today. Try to get you caught up on everything. Today's show, though, is brought to you by Rock Auto, where there's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them Locked On sent you. Thanks for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We really appreciate that. Remember, Locked On Hoosiers is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. Appreciate the increased support over there. Be sure to subscribe to us over there. Uh, As always, you can subscribe to the show or follow, I guess, the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. We keep you updated with new podcasts and kind of the breaking news over there, as well as on Instagram at Hoosiers. Let's jump into it. As I said, a lot to cover today. The biggest news of the day, though, Trace Jackson Davis named an AP preseason All-American. Really big news for the basketball team. They announced the team on Monday afternoon. Trace, obviously one of the five, becomes the first uh, preseason AP All American for the Hoosiers since Cody Zeller in 2012. Uh, It's been a while for the Hoosiers, almost a decade. uh, But big, big shout out to Trace. Full team was announced Uh, Kofi Coburn uh, from Illinois at center, Trace and Drew Timmy from Gonzaga. Drew Timmy is the only consensus. Uh, selection on the team Uh, those are your two forwards or unanimous consensus however you want to word it Johnny Juzang from UCLA and Colin Gillespie from Villanova are your two guards Trace has been named to a couple different teams uh, and kind of gotten some various preseason recognition though none as prominent as the AP preseason one Uh, Dick Vitale named him a preseason All-American for ESPN Uh, He was a preseason first-team All-American by Athlons, uh, second-team by the Blue Ribbon College Basketball Yearbook. It's going to be a big season for him. Uh, He's going to have these accolades. There might be a handful more coming out. We talked a couple weeks ago about the Big Ten kind of preseason awards that the media did. Uh, I was a little surprised at the time at how low he ranked on some of those things. This uh, news today is more in line with what i thought his kind of preseason expectations would be so exciting news there also more basketball news kind of lost lost in the shuffle late last week with the ohio state game the excitement surrounding that was that the hoosiers got a commitment from 2023 guard jakai newton Uh, he's a 6-3 combo guard from covington georgia had offers from alabama uh, auburn cincinnati and georgia He's an interesting, uh, interesting prospect because I don't recall ever seeing a prospect with as much variance in uh, how he's ranked. Um, Newton by 247 Sports. Sorry, I was trying to avoid an autoplay video. I knew it was about ready to come up. Newton by 247 Sports is ranked 117th overall and is a three-star recruit. Uh, He's the number 15 combo guard in the nation for 2023, but Rivals ranks him as a four-star recruit and number 43 overall. Uh, 247 has their composite ranking, which is typically what I go on. Um, It is just kind of a collection of all the publicly available rankings, uh, and it's just the average more or less. That's a simplified explanation of it. Uh, The composite ranking has him at 67th, a little bit of a middle ground there. Uh, 67th overall, the 12th combo guard in the nation uh, and as a four-star prospect. So more or less, he is a kind of that three-star, four-star right on the line there for the Hoosiers. He's the first commit of the 2023 class, though, as Mike Woodson continues to get some victories on the recruiting trail. We saw how important that can be. Kept Archie around for a little while longer than maybe his on-court uh, success or lack thereof. What if he kept getting some wins on the recruiting trail? I think the more positive example was there is Tom Allen with the football team. He's gotten a lot, a lot of wins on the recruiting trail. Helped him ride out some um, learning curves, some bumps in the road early in his tenure at IU uh, because a lot of people are willing to wait for you to get your guys into the system. uh, If you're getting some wins on the recruiting trail, Mike Woodson has got some wins on the recruiting trail, whether it's Tamar Bates with this team this season, whether it is Ja'Kai Newton that we talked about. Noah Clowney is another guy that we've mentioned, a 2022 forward. He's going to be announcing his commitment next week, four-star player as well. So we're getting these, uh, We're getting these wins from Mike Woodson, building a lot of positive momentum for a program that had basically no momentum uh, about six, seven months ago, maybe not even that long ago, uh, when Archie Miller left. So exciting times for basketball. Their season opener just a couple weeks away. We'll shift over to some football, get an injury update on Jack Tuttle, see what the coaches had to say for Monday's episode. But not before we talk about Prize Picks, your leader in daily fan- college daily fantasy sports. Uh, they make daily fantasy easy. We talk about them a lot. Uh, I was on there today looking. They have NBA props, MLB, the World Series starting uh, Braves and Astros. They have MMA. They have tennis. They have Counter Strike. If you're an esports fan. But uh, what it is is they simply offer you some props, some over unders. Uh, you select anywhere from two to five of them, take your over under, and you can win up to 10 times your entry. They have multi-sport uh, selections, so you can pick some Counter-Strike with some MLB with some NBA um, to uh, create your entry. All users that deposit today and use promo code On will receive a 100% instant deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. That is free money. They are giving you guys. They have as many props as you could possibly imagine. We talk about them for football a lot each week, whether it's touchdowns thrown, receptions, interceptions thrown, rushing yards, anything that you guys could imagine. Don't hesitate, check out prizepicks.com, use promo code locked on or go to the app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. We mentioned him at the top of the show, but whether you guys have a Ford or a Fiat, Rock Auto has you covered. Went to the Pacers game last weekend on my way back. Person behind us uh, did not have a headlight, and one of uh, one of his headlights was out. Wanted to tell him then about Rock Auto to, uh, to help him out. Rock Auto has everything you guys could possibly need, and it means that you don't have to go into the local auto parts store only for them to tell you that they don't have the part available and they have to order it anyway. So go avoid their markups, uh, whether it's 30, 50, even 100%, save some time, use Rock Auto, a family owned and operated business with a really easy to use website as well. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The Hoosiers were not reliable on Saturday. We talked a lot about them on Monday. Uh, so thanks again for always making On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're going to talk about the press conferences on Monday for the coaches, get a sense of where they're at, uh, what they're thinking about Saturday's game against Ohio State last week and heading into Saturday against Maryland. Once we're done with that, head on over to Lockdown Pacers. I mentioned I was at the game on the weekend. A really fun start for the Pacers this season, even if it isn't a successful one. Uh, Two overtime games in the opening week. Uh, They came away victorious on Friday when I was there. It's a fun team. Go check them out. Let's talk about this football team, though. Tom Allen. Gave an update on Jack Tuttle. This should not be shocking, but Tuttle is week to week, and that is as much information as we have. Uh, He did not give any type of diagnosis on what the injury is, what where it's even located. It's his foot. That's what we could tell from the broadcast on Saturday. He is week to week, as is Michael Penix. The sense I got from the press conference is that it's probably not likely neither of them or either of them are going to play. There's a lot of talk about getting Donovan McCauley ready, what that process will be like, because as we saw on Saturday, he was not ready, uh, which it's hard to put on him, hard to put on the coaching staff, considering five weeks ago, he was the scout team quarterback, which uh, Nick Sheridan talked about. When fall camp started, Donovan McCauley was a, was the scout quarterback, and as long as Michael Penix was healthy this season... Uh, head, even heading into that Penn State game, McCauley was the scout team quarterback. So it's been a really quick change in his role within this system. Uh, so there was a lot of talk about how to avoid a situation we had on Saturday where uh, the Hoosiers were rudderless offensively. Obviously, those conditions aren't going to be the same. It was raining in Bloomington, the lights aren't going to be as bright. You're not playing Ohio State. A lot of those factors should help uh McCauley get adjusted. It's not a, it's not necessarily a given though that Macaulay is the starting quarterback. He mentioned Tom Allen did um leading into last week mccauley was getting the reps on the running downs and uh walk-on Grant Grimmel was getting the reps on the passing downs. They they were asked about it Nick Sheridan Kind of tongue-in-cheek said, I'm not going to give away my rota- my QB rotation for Maryland. I would imagine there's probably still going to be some rotation there. I think a lot of this is just too, too much too soon uh, for Donovan McCauley. I still think he is the future, but in the present, that was a lot thrown on his plate in about a three-week span. Um, so... I think they're going to try to bring him along slowly, not get him overwhelmed, and uh, just kind of play it by ear. If he has success on Saturday, I could see them leaving him in and just running with it, both figuratively and probably literally. Uh, So we'll see, but it sounds like McCauley will be back under center on Saturday. Tom Allen also, stop me if you heard this before, suggested changing around personnel on the offensive line. After another disappointing performance, we've said that multiple times. It has not happened. Nick Sheridan had an interesting quote kind of about that. He said that you have to, when it comes to the offensive line, kind of find a balance between if you're uprooting everything and changing scheme every week, the guys aren't really going to learn anything or get ingrained in a system. So you have to find a balance between doing that and working on what your scheme is. But he said, if the scheme you have right now isn't working, you have to change it. So maybe there's some belief or hope, optimism, whatever you want to use to the fact that the Hoosiers could be changing things around offensively. Listen, as Jared and I have said in the past, I believe it was last week we talked about this, um, the there is not going to be a simple fix or any, I don't think really in season fix for this Hoosier offensive line going to backups under these circumstances is not going to change things. You want to go to backups when they are succeeding so much in practice that they force their way in, not because the offensive line looks so bad that you need to try to change things because that almost never really leads to positive changes. So, That's kind of the frustrating part about this offense is the the issues are very apparent, but there isn't really anything you can do in season in college football to change that. So the Hoosiers are going to have to kind of live with it, figure out ways around it. In theory, having a a mobile quarterback like Donovan McCauley could help uh, because he can escape some of those pressures, make guys miss, and keep defenses honest in a different way than what Penix or Jack Tuttle ever could with his ability to run the ball. Uh, you When you're on the defensive line, you can't simply pin your ears back and rush the quarterback if there's the chance that McCauley can ex- escape the pocket. So potentially there's some reason for optimism, but right now I'm not really going to talk myself into too much optimism with this offensive line and this Hoosier offense. Charlton Warren talked as well, defensive coordinator, about – What went wrong on Saturday? Uh, He said one of the things they need to do this week is, uh, in an old football cliche, get more hats to the ball, get more guys uh, to the ball carrier so that broken tackles and missed tackles aren't as costly as they were on Saturday. But when asked kind of what the biggest difference is, I mean, he kind of simplified it. A lot of times you want to look at what IU might have done wrong on Saturday, and certainly there were things that they could have improved upon But he said the biggest difference is they were going against three NFL wide receivers, and they were. And especially when you don't have Tywan Mullen and Reese Taylor for the vast majority of that game, pretty much all that game. Again, Tom Allen said he hopes that they're they're back on Saturday. They kind of played some limited snaps uh, against Ohio State. Hopefully they're back against Maryland. But he said it was an animal they had not seen was his exact quote Charlton Warren did when talking about Ohio state. So you can't really replicate what they do or the type of talent they have, but he also did note that they didn't play well. Um, the the one other notion I kind of want to talk about, he said kind of pushing back against some, some things I saw and just a general notion on games like that said, no one checked out or no one quit. He said, guys were, Still trying to check into the game third, fourth quarter. They had their starters out there for a while. I don't really like the notion when criticizing college athletes for just giving up or not playing. Um, I don't think these guys went out onto the field on Saturday and just said, well, that's it. We're done. We're we're not going to try the rest of this game. I don't really believe in that notion, and I don't think that's something that the Hoosiers did. I just think Ohio State was really damn good. Uh Tom Allen said that's the best offense he's seen Ohio State have since he's been here, which is a high praise. I mean, just last season they had Justin Fields. Uh, there's been a lot of really good offenses for Ohio State, and I, I tend to agree with them. That's certainly the best an Ohio State offense has played against the Hoosiers since Tom Allen's been here. So I just don't really like the notion that the kids quit. I don't think they quit at any point. I just think there were a lot of things mounted up against them on both sides of the ball that led to the frustrating performance, but I I didn't question their effort at any point on Saturday. So we'll talk a little bit more about the football team uh, this week. There's no Locked on Terrapins to do a crossover show with, at least not yet. So we'll dive in on Thursday, give you a look at this Maryland team as we typically do. But that was what the coaches had to say on Monday the other good news for the Hoosiers is that uh, the men's soccer team looks in, on pace, in line with potentially um, winning the Big Ten yet again, which uh, was no small feat a couple weeks ago. So talk about a big win they had this weekend and uh, what's in store for them heading into their final week of the season Listen, there's some things that just aren't comfortable to talk about, and sweating is one of them. Nothing worse than being out with some friends or out on a date, um, at a bar. You raise your arm up, and you have those sweat rings. It's embarrassing. It feels like everybody at the bar is looking at you. Uh, we have a product to help you guys up, help you guys out, and help boost your confidence. Sweat wa- sweat block wipes are doctor created doctor recommended uh, wipes that last seven days, antiperspirant wipes that help you guys uh, with avoiding those embarrassing uh, sweat moments. Simply apply it before bed, wherever you guys sweat, whether it's under your arms, forehead, literally wherever, and uh, head to bed, wake up the next morning, shower, You're set for the next seven days. They have a dry shirt guarantee. If you guys do not have a dry shirt, they will give you your money back. Uh, Whether it is just normal sweat, whether um, it's someone like a a soccer player we heard from who uh, was just one of those guys that sweat a ton. He thought this product was too good to be true, but he said... uh, Use this product and next practice. Pits were dry, everything else was wet. I that's that should be a selling point to uh, it's a selling point to me. I've used it, should be a selling point to you. Um, if you guys want to try this out, head on over to sweatblock.com, use promo code uh, locked on for 20% off. That is promo code locked on. Sweatblock.com, get 20% off. They're also available on Amazon and CVS. Lots of ways for you guys to get this product. Men's soccer team has been on quite the roller coaster this season. Came in the highest of highs, a lot of expectations. Stumbled through the early part of the season, kind of meeting those expectations. At times, it looked like their hopes of retaining the Big Ten title were gone. But following Sunday's win, the, Bi- the Hoosiers control their own destiny in the Big Ten once more. It came in dramatic fashion on Sunday, a 1 0 double overtime win f- over Wisconsin. Uh, Tommy Mahalik, one of the freshmen we've talked a lot about, heads one home in the sixth, 106th minute. It was a wild goal, cross from the left side. Uh, BB keeps the ball in. Uh, right as it's about to go out for a goal kick, heads it back across goal. Daniel Mooney heads his shot on target, and Mahalik comes flying in to kind of slam dunk it home, basically, and secure the win. Uh, And as I said, that that was a big win because Wisconsin was one of the teams that the Hoosiers were chasing or kind of had a leg up at one point this season. But more than anything, it gives the Hoosiers – uh, destiny or control of their destiny. They are now five and two in the Big Ten, 15 points. Maryland is 4 1 and 1 and on 13 points. If the Hoosiers beat Maryland on Sunday, their final Big Ten game of the season, their only Big Ten game remaining this season, they will clinch at least a share of the Big Ten title. But Maryland has some work of their own to do. Before we even get to that part, Maryland will play Penn State on Thursday. Uh, For those that saw the IU-Penn State game, Penn State is a tough, tough opponent. So potentially, the Hoosiers, if Maryland draws or loses that game, a draw for the Hoosiers against Maryland would be enough to secure a Big Ten title. If Maryland wins that game, they'll jump the Hoosiers in the standings. But Indiana could beat them and jump them back. So a little bit depends on the uh, in Indi- or on the Maryland-Penn State game. But at the end of the day, if the Hoosiers beat Maryland next Sunday, that game will be on the Big Ten Network. They are your Big Ten regular season champions. As we said, that was not a given. Uh, once the season started playing out, Indiana will be in action before that. Though they will play VCU on Wednesday that game will be on Big 10 plus. Women's soccer team likely wrapped up their season this weekend. Uh frustrating end to the season after a really great season overall. They lose two nothing to number 18 Purdue after losing two nothing to number 9 Rutgers on Thursday. It was back-to-back losses that the Hoosiers really couldn't afford because ultimately it means The Hoosiers finished ninth in the Big Ten, top eight advanced to the Big Ten tourney. There's a couple interesting storylines with this team through this last week. Jamie Gerstenberg, who is a standout freshman keeper, played phenomenally for the Hoosiers. She hasn't been here basically the last week, hasn't been with the team, uh, because she was called up by the U-20 German national team. Uh, so big, big congrats to her. But it met, it led to senior Caitlin Arbuckle starting in her place. She performed well. Uh, but when you're coming up against back-to-back ranked teams, especially a top-ten record team, tough sledding for the Hoosiers. Offense, really lack thereof, is what got the Hoosiers in trouble late in the season. They ended up playing a little tidbit from the IDS. Um, from Colin Wright and his recap of the IU-Purdue game. Uh, Purdue scored twice in the second half, twice in about the last 30 minutes to secure that win. The Hoosiers win that game. They're into the Big Ten tournament and have a pretty good shout to get into the NCAA tournament. It's still possible they get into the NCAA tournament. Just feels a lot less likely after Sunday's loss. But... In the month of October, Indiana played six matches against Big Ten opponents. They scored one goal against Northwestern on October 6th. That was their only goal in Big Ten play in October. The offense went missing. ultimately ended up with no goals over the final four games, the Big Ten games of the season. That goal uh, against Northwestern came in the 42nd minute. So you're looking at upwards of... 400 minutes um, without a goal for the Hoosiers to wrap up this season. So, or at least the regular season. So frustrating end to what was a, a really strong season for them. Uh, right now, their record stands at nine five and four overall, three four and three in Big Ten play. Certainly a bright future for them, though, regardless of whether this is the end of their season or not. Thanks again, guys. Be back tomorrow. Talk a little bit more football, get a sense of where the Hoosiers can go from here, how likely it is that they they can capture uh, a bowl game, finish 6-6. Six and six, Still an uphill mountain, but not an insurmountable one. So we'll be back on uh, Wednesday to talk about that. Now for your second listen today, head over to the Locked On Big Ten podcast with Nate Dickinson. Uh, see what uh, they have to say about the Big Ten who the best teams uh, are now with Penn State and Iowa losses recently. Um, Michigan State didn't look great against Indiana. It's really, I'm not really sure. Ohio State may ultimately be the best team in the Big Ten by season's end yet again, as they seem to always be. So head on over there, see what they have to say. Be sure to leave a rating and review. really helps us out. If you guys leave a review, we will read it on air. If you have a question, any kind of comment, anything like that, leave it in the form of a review and we will get to it. Follow us on Twitter. If you don't already, subscribe to the podcast, all that fun stuff. Most importantly, though, have a great Tuesday, everybody, and L-E-O.